Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the Jazz Queen. Good evening and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It's Tuesday, October 9th, 2018. If you'd like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Scroll down to Marcus Anderson's picture. Click on that. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. This evening, I am talking to saxophonist Marcus Anderson, not about his music, but about his inaugural Jazz and Coffee Escape happening in Asheville, North Carolina, August 16th and 17th next year. Marcus, welcome back to the show. Hey, thanks for having me back on the show, Terry. <laughs> oh, it is my pleasure, and I'm so excited for you about this event that you have coming up. And I have a million questions, and so I want to try to get as many answers as I can for those that are attending this event. I want you to know that I bought my ticket, so I have that done and ready to go. See, we like you. We like people like you to buy tickets early. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I didn't want to. I wanted to get a nice seat. Up in, I'm up in the balcony, um, so I'm right on the left okay. side of the stage, I believe. Yeah. So oh, I have okay. a nice little view there. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. All right, so where should we start? Um, August 16th and know. 17th so next places. year is the event. I know. And tell, let's start with the venue. Where is it going to be? It's going to be in Asheville, North Carolina, at the Diana Wortham Theater. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of our people that we know have performed there, you know, Brian Culberson, I know Dave Cos, I think he's done a show there. And, uh, okay. you know, I just thought it would be great for me to do uh, my first annual there, you know. So I'm just uh, excited. <laughs> I'm very excited about this festival. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I, wanna, I don't even want to say okay. festival. I would say escape. It's an escape. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So I'm yes, excited I agree. about it. Yeah. So am I. So am I. So now this um, Diana Wortham Theater, um, I did go in on there and check out um, the seating, and the tickets are selling quite fast from the seating charts. So what they are. The I looked at. Looks like. I couldn't believe. Yeah. Right. Right. I couldn't believe. I said, man, it's, this is just from organic. Like we haven't. That hasn't even really been, uh, like, time to really advertise it properly. Like we just announced it. I bought an ad with uh, Smooth Jazz News, and I, you know, I did a couple of fo- posts on, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, you know, Twitter, all the places, and you know, it looks like a good quarter of the room is already sold. <laughs> so that's great. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, Marcus, how long have you been thinking about doing this? I would probably say this idea or vision of mine, like wanting to do this. Maybe maybe three years ago, shortly after I launched Ann Coffee back in 2015, and uh, okay. I said it would be really really cool to do a festival with it because I, I noticed a trend that everyone that they were doing wine festivals and you know wine and jazz this and wine and jazz and I was like wondering why why anybody do coffee and jazz? Yeah, I don't mm. know. Yeah, I just yeah I just said you know maybe let me try this. 
And uh, kind of, yeah. kind of like coming into play. I just, it's kind of been surreal to be, to be honest. I'm still in shock, and it's still hard to believe that it's actually happening right now, because <laughs> it's just so hard to believe that I have my own jazz festival. You know, I look at Brian Coberson, I look at Earl Clue, I see Dave, Dave Cause, you know, um, uh, Warren Hill. You know, all these people, all these other artists have their own events going on. But then, like me. Uh, I'm just scratching the surface of it, but I, I feel like, man, like, I don't know. It's just something to aspire to, to be like those guys and to maybe have something like this annually every year. You know, and that's my plan and that's my oh. goal. And I'm just thankful. You know, I'm just thankful for, you know, for God to give me the vision and people to actually buy tickets for this. And it's only been uh, two or three weeks <laughs> with it being announced. So, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So now let's talk about the lineup. Who's performing Friday and who's performing Saturday? So Friday night we have uh, a local act that we're a couple of local acts we're checking out right now. We're going to pick one, but then it's going to be uh, Lindsey Webster and uh, Nick Coleon will be performing, and that's going to be very, very, very exciting because you know Nick Coleon, he's amazing. Lindsey Webster, I love her. She has an amazing voice. Oh man, mm-hmm. I, I remember we did a show in Atlanta. And she was in the building, and it was right when Aretha Franklin had passed away. And I asked her to come up and just sing an Aretha Franklin song. And she did. And she sounded amazing. And I was already looking at her to bring her in for the uh, for the escape. And okay. you know, I, that was a no-brainer. I said, I got to have her. I got to have her on night one. So we'll have a local act. We'll have Lindsey Webster and Nick Coley on night two. We'll be Phil Denny, Adam Hawley, Julian Vaughn, James Lloyd, my brother Marcel Anderson, uh, Lynn Roundtree, uh, Darnell Showcase Taylor, and uh, myself. Yeah. And yeah. All right. That's going to be the performance day. But there are other stuff that are kind of to do in Asheville, and there are a couple of packages that we have. People can explore the Biltmore Estate. Uh, we have a couple of early morning things uh, VIP, meet and greet with the artists and, you know, get a couple of coffee knit nets because we're centering, centering the, uh, the whole festival around coffee and music and like the whole experience of Asheville and the Carolinas. Oh, okay. So now with the coffee um, part of it, will there be like a little, um, I don't know, like a mock cafe or something where there'll be coffee uh, available for purchase and or sampling yeah, yeah, we're doing something called a, like a coffee cocktail hour, and um, people will be able to try the coffee, have coffee and cocktails. Uh, also, in the early morning, we're going to have a barista come in and kind of like teach people like how to find out what's great coffee, you know, where coffee kind of comes from, uh, give them like a coffee history one-on-one. We'll have pastries as well, so we, we have uh, a couple of baristas we're looking at to come in and do that, and that's going to be just give people an understanding of like what coffee actually is. Because when I started mm-hmm. and coffee, yeah, it was really, uh, I don't know, it was a desire for me to just learn more. I love coffee, always, but now I'm like, what am I drinking? I don't even know what I'm drinking. So I researched it for like a year, <laughs> and I really found out about coffee. I sampled like 70 different types of coffee. <laughs> so it was, mm, it was insane. Okay. From decaf to bold to light to medium, it was, it was, it was pretty insane. And now where would that be? Would that be at the theater or somewhere else? Uh, that's going to be somewhere else. The theater has a couple of uh, places we're looking at maybe rented out in addition to actually having the actual theater. They've been they've been doing some renovating the past year, and I think it's going to be done 
But the goal and the plan is to have everything on site at the theater because it's a beautiful venue. I don't know if you've ever seen it okay. or been there, but it's amazing. No. It's beautiful on the inside, and the renovations are looking, oh, my gosh, incredible. I can't wait for you guys to come okay. to see it. All right, Mike just popped in on the on the phone. Hey, Mike. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey, good, Mike, good. I know you at work. Mike, where you where you been hiding at, Mike? <laughs> hey man, I've been working hard, brother. Been working hard. That's give me some money it. then, Chrissy. Since you're working hard, give me some money. <laughs> give me a Terry. Terry says she need a new purse. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's up to you to get it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, no, I've been working hard, man, out here and everything. But um, uh, I just wanted to call in and and talk to you, man, real fast, and, and let you know that, man, I'm um very uh, uh proud of you. I know Terry is too. We've you know been watching you since you've uh, first came on the scene, and now that you've uh, grown so much, and and now you got your own jazz festival, man. I mean, you know, I need to be asking you for a couple of dollars, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically. Oh, no, thank so, you. Yeah, I but I uh, definitely want to come out, and I know that um. You know, we'll we'll definitely be down there to support you and everything. Cause you know, we, as you already know, we, you know, we've always been very supportive of you uh, in your career. So I'll definitely be down there to support you in your jazz festival. You guys really have, and I, and I appreciate that. Like even from the beginning, I remember when I saw you guys. I remember meeting Terry at the Capitol Jazz, and it was backstage, mm-hmm. and I, I had no I had no clue what was left and what was right. <laughs> you know, and Terry just gave some amazing encouraging words and like ever since I met you guys, you guys have always been in my corner. So I wanna say I, I really appreciate that and all that you guys do, not just for me, but for everybody. Everyone. All right. Well we are looking forward to being there for sure. Um uh, I definitely am looking forward to being there. Uh, like I said, I've already purchased my tickets, so I'm looking at the airfare and the hotels and car rental. So I'll get all that together. Yeah. Yeah, well, well we appreciate you. <laughs> We're trying to keep it affordable mm-hmm. and make sure everybody, anyone that wants to can come, you know. And mm-hmm. That's uh, that's the main goal. That's the main premise about it because, like, Asheville is just so amazing, you know. So like, I really wanted the Jazz and Coffee Escape to be centered around, like, people seeing what the Carolinas have. You know, Asheville is a gem. It's, uh, if you've never been, uh, you definitely need more than a day or two days. You need to spend about maybe three or four days there just to really soak it all in, check out the Biltmore, check out the mountains, the hills, the, the shops, uh, a couple other places that are there, too, that we have on the website. It's the perfect escape, you know, to get away from, okay. get from life. Now, now, I do, now, I do have one question on everything. Uh, you know, I know it's on a Friday and a Saturday. Um you know, most festivals are on a Saturday and Sunday. What was the thought process when you guys were planning this to do it on a Friday and Saturday versus a Saturday and Sunday? Uh, I think for people having to go back to work on a Monday, you know, for some reason, you know, a Friday seemed easier for people to get off and kind of maybe do a half day. And sometimes people like to start their weekend early. <laughs> so people will take off Friday mm-hmm. and come in on, you know, either Thursday night or come in early um Early Friday, and I did a kind of a poll, and I was asking a lot of people, you know, will they be open to it being on a Friday, Saturday, and a lot, a lot more of them said yes to Friday, Saturday versus Saturday, Sunday. In the future, we'd probably uh, stretch it out to being Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know. But um, I mean, there were a couple of different variables to why we chose a Friday and Saturday, but most of the people that we asked and talked to said they liked the idea of a Friday and Saturday because they didn't want to have to go back to work right after leaving the festival. They would either have to take Monday off or either take a Friday off, and they prefer to take the Friday off. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take a day off coming in Thursday night after work. Um, so I will be there. Where I'll wake up there on Friday morning. Um, so that's my plan, yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Now, Love it. Now, now, you mentioned the affordability of the uh Tickets and I have to say they are very affordable. Uh, Friday is fifty-five and sixty-five, and Saturday is sixty-five mm-hmm. and seventy-five. I mean, you can't beat those yes. prices at all. No, you really can't. And I, I talked to a lot of people, and I, I, that was another thing I did. I asked, uh, I think I asked you, Terry, and then I asked mm-hmm. a couple other people, people that I know that go to festivals frequently, and I said, "What's a good price range?" And they told me what they thought it was. And I, I looked at the lineup, and I said, you know what, oh, I could and I want to charge more, but it's my first year. And I kind of played it safe to the point to where, all right, I know we'll make some money. We won't make a ton of money right now. But I really want to, I want the festival to be successful versus me making a whole bunch of money because I want this to be an annual yeah. thing. So we just set it at a, you know, at a pretty good reasonable price. You know, most people drink up. Fifty-five dollars at the bar, <laughs> so they can go yes, and drink sure. up the entertainment <laughs> one night. <laughs> for sure. So, like the tickets on Friday night, the balcony seats are fifty-five dollars. The orchestra seats are sixty-five, and Saturday the balcony is sixty-five and orchestra is seventy-five. So, like mm-hmm. I said, that's definitely very affordable. And you have a VIP gold and platinum package. So, let's talk about that a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, so the VIP uh, gold and platinum packages, you know, with the gold package, you get a souvenir T-shirt, uh, you get a morning inspiration, coffee, and music. That's the uh, the morning class we have with the barista. Also, you get to be be able to attend the coffee cocktail hour with the artist in the meet and greet. You gotta have the tickets for those to be able to attend, you know, for the for the VIP. But um, mm-hmm. also, it's for the after party as well. You can go to the after party on the gold, and also same thing for the VIP platinum. All those things that are listed with the gold. But uh, you actually get entry into the Biltmore State that uh, that actually just got added on for the VIP Platinum. You'll be able to go into the, the Biltmore State, and that's the VIP Platinum. Uh, you also get entry into the after party. And uh, you get a couple other things that we're adding on or that we're editing the website. We uh, we felt like giving a couple of things more in addition to that. But uh, it'll all be available on the website really soon. But we do have the tickets okay. up. And we do have the VIP stuff up available, and that's on mm-hmm. jazzandcoffeeescape.com and jazzandcoffeeescape.net. Okay. Now, the Friday night old school after party, do you have the location for that yet? There's a couple of venues we've been looking at, and uh, there's one jazz club in particular we possibly may choose. We've been talks. We've been in talks with the lady that's there at the venue. Um, there's a couple of options. We don't actually know the venue yet, but we'll know within the next month. So actually, we'll know probably by the top of the year to, to be safer to say that, the actual venue for that. And we'll keep that updated on the website as well. But right now, it's to be determined. Okay. All right. So now, uh, Mike, do you have to go? Do you Can you hang on for a few more minutes? No, I've got about five more minutes. So. Okay. Um, I wanted Mike. to ask you more. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, the, his passengers will be looking at him all side-eyed in a minute because he's late to getting on that bus. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you about the airport. You list two different airports on the website. Um, like I said, I am coming in on Thursday night after work. Um, either airport 
would work for me, would be convenient um, to fly into? Yeah, um, if you fly directly into Asheville, I got to say it's a little bit more expensive. But if you fly into Charlotte, you know, it's only maybe an hour away. And uh, to me, it's worth it if you just fly into, you know, Asheville because you're already there. But if you're going to rent a car, you know, you can save a couple of dollars flying to Charlotte, drive on in. The scenery is amazing. It's beautiful. Once you come into Asheville, the mountains, it's worth that drive coming in. So it all depends on, like, what you want and also what the prices are at the time. I mean, sometimes it can be pretty expensive in Asheville. So we gave a a couple of different options with Greenville, Sparkburg, Charlotte, and Asheville being available. Okay, got it. And then for the hotel, um, you also list some hotels and bed and breakfast inns on the website as well. Mm -hmm. Do you have a block of rooms? At a hotel? No, we don't. We kind of left that open this year. Um, okay. It was easier and I think better for everyone else to be able to just find, all right, this is where our options, this is the options that we have for hotel accommodations. Next year we'll probably do an actual uh, host hotel. A lot of people really want that. They want a host hotel. They want to be able to meet. But um, the reason we didn't do it this year because we're looking at another venue for 20, uh, 2020 to move over to so I don't know if you've heard of the yeah. Grove Park Inn, but that's one of the, that's one of the sites we're looking to possibly use, and that that'll pretty much keep everything in house where we could do the venue there, and we could also do the con- uh, the concert, the venue, the hotels, and everything. Every, it would I'll be like an all one in one in stop shop. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then and then I like that that um that too because like you said uh you know this is your first year. So with it being your first year, you know, you can kind of, you know, do, uh, you know, uh, some pros and cons, and then the fans are kind of will let you know, well, you know, Marcus, I like this, I didn't like that. So you can kind of go and retool some stuff. You know, with it being your first year, mm-hmm. you can kind of go look at it like that. So that's, I, I think that's a good thing to not have a host hotel yet because it may be one hotel that people prefer over another one that you, you know, may want to look at that. So, yeah, that's a, that's a really, really uh, smart, yeah. Yeah, and they're all really reasonably priced. You know, everybody, you know, they want, they say, hey, Mark, you should pick a host hotel. And I'm like, yeah, this year I just think it would be best if, if people want to pick their own. And then after that, we kind of see how the first year goes, and then goes from there. Yeah, so uh, I'm trying to get to uh, Brian and Dave and Earl Clue status. I'm not quite there yet, but, you know, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they, they've all taught me well, but I'm just, uh, I just got to, can't bite up more than I can chew. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. funny. And, and, and you know, now the dates are the 16th and 17th of August. Um, you know, with it, uh, that's 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 a good month. I know, you know, it's going to be on the inside and everything. But what made you choose that month, preferably versus uh, a uh, May May through July? I like the fall. If you've ever been mm-hmm. to like Asheville around that time, uh, it's not quite there, but it's getting close to the changing of the leaves. Uh, mm. It's beautiful. If you, I, all I can say is that you got to go to Asheville and you got to experience it. Like the mountains, the hills, you know, the the colors of the leaves, the trees, with everything happening, it's so beautiful. It's so amazing. And I felt like there was a, a saturation of festivals throughout the entire year. As soon as March hits, it just seems like it's festival, 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 all throughout. As you get to maybe. You know, after July, you get August, September. It starts tapering off, and it's one, one and two here and there. Phil Denny has his in August as well, but we made sure we didn't have it on the same weekend. So I picked it, like, right after that, and then I picked it right before Norfolk 
you know, hopefully they don't change the weekend. And then, um, you know, it's not not that many festivals in that area, you know. There's Charlotte, you know, there's festivals there. But I don't know, Asheville's kind of an untapped market, and it has been for a while. They have music series at the Biltmore State, but nothing on, like, the level of what we do as far as jazz artists and jazz musicians and jazz goers. Like, that area has been talked about for a very, very long time. So I just thought it would be great to just take the coffee and music and, and put it in Asheville. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, Marcus, I am scrolling through the website, so I have a couple of more questions. Um, the Saturday Night Purple, what is that, the Saturday Night Purple Party? Uh, basically going to be the music of Prince. You know, everybody can come dressed in purple or their favorite Prince or Morris Day at a time outfit. <laughs> I'm probably come coming <laughs> dressed as uh, Morris Day or something like that. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're going to play a lot of Prince music. It's going to be a live band, play a lot of Prince music, you know, play okay. a lot of other music too. But it'll be kind of centered around that. That's for my uh, okay, my purple roots, my purple people. They were asking me, yeah. a purple party? And I said, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll do it. <laughs> that's cool. All right. Sounds like that's going to be a lot of fun. And to go back to the um, VIP tickets, I wanted to share that you can upgrade to uh, the gold VIP for $50, and the upgrade to the platinum VIP is $125. And everything is listed on the website, what you get with those packages. So, again, you just visit jazzandcoffeeescape.com, and you can see everything that you will get for those gold pack, those uh, VIP packages. You thought it all out, yeah. Marcus, I swear. Yeah. Yeah, like I got to say, I, I've had uh, – I have an amazing team that helps me put a lot of these things together because I typed up, like, all of these ideas. I finally wanted to pull the trigger on it when I was on a Dave Cos cruise earlier this year. Uh, I was sitting in the room, and my brother was there, and I was looking out in the ocean, and I walked in the room. Actually, I walked in, and I looked out in the ocean, and I said, I think I'm going to do uh, my, my festival next year. And he said, I think you should. And then right then and there, I started typing up ideas. I was looking and studying, like, how Dave ran things on the cruise. And then shortly after that, I went to Brian's Napa Valley getaway. I kind of saw how Brian was doing things. And I've been watching that for a while, and I've been watching the Earl Clues Festival and a couple of other people that have been doing festivals. And I said, okay, this is really, really cool. I want I want something that people feel like it's a destination and it's an escape to where they can get away, you know, from whatever, you know, they are. And they can come and enjoy music, uh, great scenery, you know, and then great coffee at the same time. So, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. All cool. Right. Now, with, I'm sorry, Mike, do you have something? You wanted to say something? Oh, oh no, no, I, no, no, no. I'm just... Saying, uh, you know, that was uh, great that he was on a cruise and just had that idea just looking out at the ocean, you know. Yeah. It was something about looking at the ocean, something about water just, like, makes me do things. So (laughs) I was, you know, I just, I I don't know, a decision came in my mind, and I said, I need to do this festival. Like, I got to, I got to do this. Like, I've been running from, like, the idea of it for a while because it's just, it's a lot of money that's on the line. It's a. It's a gamble. It's a risk. It could work. It could not work. But you know, you can't really mm-hmm. sit there and say, uh, "I don't know if it's going to work." But you just you can't you can't sit in maybe and you can't sit in doubt. Like my none of my none of the things I've done in my career has been on a maybe or within fear. You know, it's because I've 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 looked at it, I've written it out, and I've executed it. You know, in whatever way that I can. And then if I don't, all right, I just try it again. You know, just like 
I just found a way out how it won't work. Now, now I know what doesn't work. Let me try something that does. Right, right. So now the artists that the lineup that you have here were these are these artists that you wanted, you know, you knew that you wanted on the on the festival, or did you go through a list of artists? Yeah, the artist the artist list was a lot larger and a lot longer, <laughs> uh-huh. longer than what my pockets could afford. You know, I had mm-hmm. I had everyone on there. I mean, I had Huge Groove, I had you know Jasmine Gent, <laughs> Gent. I had Nicholas Cole, you know, I had, you know, Brian Cole, I had him on there. I had the sax fight, Jeff Koshua, I had Kim Waters. You know, I had so many of my friends on there, but I just, I had to kind of just pick. It was like putting them up on a dartboard and just throwing it at, all right, who, who's going to come this year? <laughs> all right, Julian, mm-hmm. Adam, you know, Lynn, Phil Denny, you know, so James Lloyd and Nick. I knew I had to have Uncle Nick, you know. Cause yeah. Yeah, Man, he's, just, he's yeah. just cool, and a lot of a lot of these people too are just like my good friends, my close friends. I always wanted to have a festival to where I could have my friends on here, where we can just have a good time and like keep everybody working, keep everybody happy, keep everybody moving and grooving, you know. So, All right now That's you cool. mentioned and I Brian can actually Culberson. attest to that too, Terry, because uh, uh-huh. I was on the phone with Lynn Roundtree. I said I can actually attest to that because I was on the phone with Lynn Roundtree. Uh, one day, and Marcus buzzed in, and Lynn was like, Mike, I got to call you back. Marcus on the phone. I'm like, Marcus? I'm like, Marcus, good way. He's like, nah, bro, I got to take this call right here. So I'm like, yeah, so I got to test that, man. So, yeah, man. So, yeah, he rushed me off the phone to get that phone call from Marcus. But uh, but definitely, like I said, it's, it's a great lineup. And, uh, you know, like again, I just want to say, Marcus, I, I'm definitely going to be down there to support you. And I just had to come and say that because I got to get my butt on here because these people were looking at me like, you know, <laughs> I, I know it's Marcus Anderson, but you better get off that phone, bro. It, it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's time to go. It's time to go. So, Marcus, oh, man, you know, man. Hey, man, you know, I got love for you, man. So, I'll definitely be talking to you soon. And, uh, Terry, I'll be talking to you as well. So, you guys have a great night. All right. You too. All right. Thanks. Thanks for calling in. Bye. All right. All right. Let, let me welcome to the chat room, Ollie J. Hey, Ollie, good to see you. So now, Marcus, you mentioned Brian Culberson. And for the listeners that do not know, um, Brian's longtime saxophonist, Marquel Jordan, um, is now solo. He left the band earlier this year. Uh, Marquel was with Brian for 10 years, and uh, he decided to leave the band and go solo. Marcus has stepped in to that position and they recently went to Africa. So first of all, I want to know what the phone call was like with Brian to ask you to come on board and then tell us about the African trip. Oh, man. Uh, the phone call with Brian come on board for, for I guess, to, to be in place of, like, Marquell. First of all, Marquell, you know, is amazing. And I, I was like, okay, um, I don't think I sing as great as Marquell. But uh, I could do a couple of other things that I hopefully make up for that. <laughs> and uh, Brian, you know, he asked me, and it was it was so funny and it was so cool because it was like he didn't know what I was going to say. I think he was expecting me to say no. And mm. <laughs> he he called and he said, uh, so, uh, hey, Marcus, it's, it's Brian. So, uh, yeah, Marquell is no longer in the band. And uh, uh, what you doing this year? <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you know, I got some shows, man. What you, what you got? What you thinking? Well, I want to see if you was interested in, in uh, joining the band and uh, possibly 2019. So, uh, you know, think about it. You know, tell me what you think. 
And I said, well, Brian, I'm, I'm open to it. You know, I'm not opposed to it. And he just said, you know, we we try it out for a while and see how it works. And the first few shows have been amazing. So I'll be joining Brian next year for 2019 after we finish up this year. And uh, mm-hmm. I'm very excited about that. Very, very excited about that. Because uh, me too. He's, he's giving me a couple, giving me a couple of perks, you know, with being in the band. Yeah. So uh, you guys will hear about that next year, and you'll get to see. And uh, we'll make probably make uh, some type of announcement either at the end of the year or the top of next year. So that's kind of how the conversation went. And uh, you know, uh, he asked me, and I said yes, like ecstatically, because I've always wanted to work with Brian in some magnitude outside of um, what we did on my last album because he featured on. On one of my songs, mm-hmm. but you know, I just mm-hmm. considered it an honor and a pleasure to be able to work with somebody like Brian and study under him. Because I always, I, I talked to Brian earlier today, and I told him, I said, "Man, you know, this opportunity for me is not just to be here playing shows, making money. I was like, this is a learning experience for me. You know, I'm, I'm back in school. You know, school's in session again. I'm learning from you. So there's always something I think we can learn. And like he, he felt the same way. Yeah, it's good that we see like eye to eye on stuff like that because he's a businessman. Right. I'm a businessman that's growing, learning from people like him. And it's just, you know, incredible. Just excited. Very excited. And uh, Africa, All right, and then, yeah, that's about Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Africa was amazing. I was so excited to see that on the schedule. He's like, oh, we're going to South Africa. And I'm like, that was, oh. I was like, man, I've never been to South Africa. That was something on my bucket list. South Africa and Australia. <laughs> and uh, I get to go to, I'll get to go to Australia next year, but we went to South Africa and it was amazing when we got there. It was uh, an extremely long trip, twenty-hour travel mm-hmm. day. Mm. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot. You have to put your mind in a different place when it comes to that. So yeah, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and um, we got there and it was emotional. You know, for me, uh, as we were traveling to go to journey on this safari, because as we took the trip to the safari. Our tour guide, he told us about so many stories, and he told us about the land and the people, and it's just like the history that he gave us with uh, South Africa and, you know, the facts about Johannesburg and, like, me being African-American feeling connected to that area. You know, it was a bit emotional, mm-hmm. you know. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, considering the history, we don't have to go into it, but, you know, considering the history, like, it's just there, there was a sense of belonging. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, got emotional, teared up a little bit. I don't know if anyone else did on the trip, but for me, it was something very, uh, I don't know, very eye-opening, uh, very connecting, and I definitely want to go back. I actually want to take my mom because she talks about Africa all the time, so I'm looking into, like, planning a trip to take her there maybe sometime next oh, year. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Um, Ollie wants to know, will you, be, will you still be doing shows alone? So will you still be doing your own shows? I will be. I will be. It won't be the end of the Marcus Anderson stuff, no. <laughs> Definitely mm-hmm. still doing my own shows. I'm still releasing music. Um, I'm working on an album right now that I'll be putting out. Actually, I'll put out an album this November, and then there's an album I'm going to be putting out in March. And then uh, after that, I'll probably hold off for a little bit and release another album in 2020. So with all those albums oh, so coming you, out, there will be shows. You're releasing an album next month? Yeah, it's just a live concert album. 
that I'll be uh, oh. it's only going to be available on streaming. Yeah, it's going to be on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. I'm just doing a digital release okay. of it. And um, yeah, it's just a digital release of the, the limited edition stuff we did live. Uh, the DVD okay. uh, is available now on my website. Uh, we have the vinyl of that, uh, that album limited edition becoming available at the end of the week. And uh, the live album comes out in November. Actually, on my birthday, November 23rd. <laughs> uh-uh. All right. All right. All right. So now let's see. I just want to make sure that we've covered everything um, regarding the Jazz and Coffee Escape. So we went over hotels, um, the airport. Mm-hmm. If you fly into Charlotte, there's a one-hour drive to Asheville. You can fly directly into Asheville, pay a little bit more, but, you know, it's worth it if you don't want to do the hour drive. And um, tickets, all the information about the tickets, very affordable. Um, everything you want to know, need to know is on the website, jazz and, jazzandcoffeeescape.com and .net. Um, all right, anything else that you want to let them know about this? Um, Come out and have a good time. Don't delay in getting these tickets because they're already going fast. Like they, uh, they really, they really are going fast. I didn't expect to see them selling that fast. And uh, if they wait till you know the top of next year or spring, they may not have any tickets. And I'm not, I'm not even really doing any comps. So with people that call me and text me, hey man, you got a ticket? No, <laughs> I don't. Not this year. So you, you got to buy it. I would love to, yeah. but uh, not this first year. So get your tickets now. Don't wait. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's my first year, but these things, it's looking like it may sell out uh, yeah. early, way in advance, which would be great. I want to have that day. I, I want to sell out a, a year in advance. <laughs> I, I know that's right. I heard that. And I also want to mention, too, that uh, the hotels in the area are selling fast as well. And I'm not sure if that's mm-hmm. due to your event, but I went on to, um, like, Hotels.com, and I just put in the date. And some of the hotels only had a few rooms left. Some were already sold out for that weekend. So um, that's something you have to jump on right away as as well, is book the hotel now. Um, Otherwise, we might be sleeping on the street. We won't have anywhere to sleep. (laughs) Because you're selling out hotels and you're selling out the tickets. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Well, I'm happy for you, Marcus. I'm so excited. I can't wait to get there. And I've never been to Asheville, North Carolina. I've never been to North Carolina, period. So I'm excited about seeing that area um, as well. Mm. No. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Terry, for everything. I really do appreciate it because uh-huh. you uh you know, you've always been in my corner. You know, people that, that have, like, since I've started my career, that has just been in my corner, and you're one of those people. And I just, I can't say thank you enough. I really can't. Well, it is my pleasure. We love you. We love you. We love you. I'm happy for this event for you. I'm happy that you are playing with Brian. I can't wait to see you on stage with him. Um, so I'm looking forward to all of that. And I'm going to close the show with a song from your Ann Coffee CD. I'm going to play Cup of Joe. Um, you want to tell the listeners ah. about this track? <laughs> yeah, Cup of Joe. Cup of Joe features Matt Marshak, and this is actually my first number one uh, ever on Billboard. And I stayed there for two weeks. Uh, and it, I think this song was just all, I don't know, it kind of speaks for itself. Cup of Joe, you can you can kind of taste the music when you hear it. Mm, okay. So let everyone know where they can find you on social media. 
So if you go on uh, social media on all my Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, what is it? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. It's all the same. Manderson Sacks. My first initial, last name followed by Sacks. That's my handle. Okay. Go follow me. You know, and uh, also follow uh, my coffee site and Coffee Pro. That's on Instagram. So and Coffee Pro. You can kind of go and try out some of my coffee on there. Check out the different blends we have. Uh, once again, the Jazz and Coffee Escape dot com. That's the website, Jazz and Coffee Escape dot com, or Jazz and Coffee Escape dot net. All right, and that is happening August sixteenth and seventeenth next year at the Diana Wortham Theater in Asheville, North Carolina. Definitely get your tickets now. Book your rooms now, your hotel rooms now, because this this looks like it's going to be a sold out event and. Um, Let's let's make that happen for Marcus, definitely. Thank you, Marcus. I appreciate you and love you. No problem. Thank you, Terry. Love you, too. I got something for you when you get to Asheville. <laughs> All right, sir. <laughs> All right. Thank you again. You have a good All evening. Right. All, All right. right. Thanks, Terry. Marcus, yeah. All right. Bye. you're welcome. All right. Saxophonist Marcus Anderson, his first inaugural jazz escape called Jazz and Coffee um, Escape. Definitely check that out August 16th and 17th, 2018 at the Diana Wortham Theater in North Carolina. And Miss 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 check Wanda, you, you missed the interview. Oh. <laughs> it's over. He's gone. Yes, he's gone. He just, he just hung up, and I was just closing out the show. That's okay. I'm going to try to make it anyway. Okay, you gonna go? I'll try my best. All right. Well, hopefully you'll make okay. it. I'm gonna be there. I already bought my ticket, so I'm gonna be there. So hopefully oh, you wow. make it. Well, yeah. I better get busy because I, I, that that lineup is sweet. Yes, and the tickets are going. They're selling brisk. It's a brisk sell on the tickets. So, and the whole some of the hotel rooms are already sold out. Um, so oh, yeah, now I'm jump on that now. Yeah. Okay. Jump on that now. All right, man. All right. Bye-bye. Have a good evening. Bye. All right. Mr. Ali J in the chat room, thank you again for hanging out. Always good to see you here. I'm going to close the show with Cup of Joe. This is from Marcus's and a coffee CD. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz, and I look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Ollie, you have a good evening, and everyone else, keep it smooth. This is Cup of Joe. Good night.
Thank you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen, on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz, and visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com.